honestly. podcast <laughs> with zoe and logan that was zoe and that was logan that was all factual information <laughs> we are known for our facts i was listening to the high low earlier today because i'm still trying to like catch up on yeah. all our old episodes and one of them i still can't tell their voices apart because they sound really similar but either dolly or pandora was saying like she's they were like oh yeah i'm just like Whenever I listen to American podcasts, I'm always surprised at the amount of times they say like, and I'm like, <laughs> triggered. She's like, like, or the thing is, and I'm just like, this is just our vocabulary. Yeah, and also, I find myself a lot when I'm talking about anything, I'm like, the best part is, and I say <laughs> the best part, like, 12 separate times. And it's like, which is the best part? They the can't truth. all be the best part. The best thing is, or my favorite thing yeah. is that, no, 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 no. Yeah. Also, yeah, <laughs> a lot, mm-hmm. especially in this. Yeah. <laughs> I've noticed, what do I, oh, I feel like there's something I say a lot on the podcast and I don't realize it until I'm listening to it back. Now I can't remember what it is. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of like annoying. Everyone who listens is like, I know. Shoot. I can't remember what it is, but anyway. <laughs> there's something. Uh, you let us know in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> what annoying things do we say? All comments, delete this. (laughs) End it now. But, uh, yeah, I don't know, like, the high-low, like, they're just very well-spoken, and, like, they don't really, like, stutter over their words, and they don't, they just, like, they're very good at it. I don't understand people who can do that whenever I listen to anyone else's podcast. I'm like, look at them being able to speak. (laughs) And I feel like even with my favorite murder like yeah. it's a similar format i guess to us where like they just kind of like talk yeah but even they seem to do a better job <laughs> they can form sentences a little a little quicker i don't know and they're better sentences i really just i feel like i don't i feel like i don't know how to form sentences or like no. i can't form coherent intelligent sentences the thing is here we go i've What's said the it thing? check my favorite thing eh. Is that, like, I'll start a sentence, and in my head I'm like, yes, this is going to be a good one. And Mm -hmm. it comes out, I'm like, like, you know, like, yeah, like, Mm -hmm. that sucks, gross, man. (laughs) Like, yikes. Yeah. No, it's like, Zoe and I are part of this, like, committee for a (laughs) A committee for an event that's taking place next year. Like, I wouldn't say committee, but, like, we're part of, like, planning something. Um, We were on, like, a phone call there a week or so ago. And it was Zoe and I on the phone and, like, a couple other um, women who were participating in it with us. And the people that we were on the phone with were very intelligent, well-spoken. Spoken? (laughs) I mean, here, I'm just proving my point. There it is. They are very intelligent, well-spoken young women, and they are using very 
um, big words and just they sounded great. And then I went to go say something and I was just like, um, yeah, no, um, so, and I just like can't string together a coherent there was one sentence. Point where I was like asked to clarify something and I was like not prepared and I was like, uh, but, uh, but, but. <laughs> and I, I felt like I was scatting. Zoom it but. Why am I on this? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I've just been really self-conscious of the way that I speak recently. Or not, like, the way that I speak, but just my, like, sentence structure. I feel yeah. like I'm not... I don't come across as intelligent as I actually am. Is, if you ask me to write it down, I got you. I can have a nice, well-written, like, yeah. blurb about what I'm trying to say. But if I have to say it, I'm like... If I'm on the spot and don't have time to formulate it, I really feel like I don't get my point across as well as I could. That's why I hate phone calls. Like, I don't like phone calls. Especially, like, if you're calling you don't have, like, any sort of, like, oh, I know the information Mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. And people ask you questions, you're like, I don't know. Bye. Oh, also, I thought of what I say. I always say, that's the thing. There we go. Not, that's not the here's the thing, that's or the that's thing. the best thing. It's always, that's the thing. <laughs> it is the thing. I so say it all the time. You're not wrong. Listeners, this episode, take a tally of how many times I say, that's the thing. That's the thing. <laughs> It'll be a lot, I have a feeling. I don't know why. It's like my go-to. <laughs> Whenever like you're explaining something or I go to say something, I'm always like, that's the thing. <laughs> you agreeing with me is, that's the thing. And I'm like, it is the thing. It's Thank like you, in Logan. My Favorite Murder when Karen's always like, it's that thing of when, yeah. That, like that's my version of that. So I find oh. I actually I find people's speech patterns, like the like vernacular that they use, like so interesting and like because people always have like those little like quirks, quirks and things that they like consistently say. I always think it's really interesting. And like since I've gotten into podcasts, I've noticed it a lot more. Yeah, I'm just like constantly listening to, to dialogue. Talk, yeah. <laughs> Ugh, and you notice how many times I say yeah in a really weird voice that isn't my own, but suddenly it is. I can't just agree with you at a normal volume. No, it's always tone. like eight octaves yeah! higher. <laughs> Let me high pitch squeal yes to show how much I agree I like that we're, I don't know, like six minutes into the podcast and it's just when us giving you guys reasons why you really shouldn't be listening. If that doesn't sum up everything you need to know about us, it's like, we love this. This is great. We're having fun, but this is why you should hate it. I feel like uh, we are, uh, we obviously like to hear the sounds of our own voice. We like yes, having there's these a dis- level of that narcissism. No, it's like narcissism with like just the right amount Self- of like self-deprecation. Yeah. And it makes a really yeah. in- <laughs> makes a really interesting end result when you're narcissistic but also very insecure. <laughs> oh. oh my god. Us summed up. Um fabulous. Uh, what? Is this episode 30? Is it? No, we're past 30. Oh, are we? <laughs> we're like 32, Logan. Oh, are we really? Are we? Let me double check. Oh, you know what? That sounds right because I think I meant to acknowledge the 30th episode and then forgotten that was probably a couple weeks ago. So <laughs> my entire bad. Uh, yes, 
episode 30 was where we talked about my dad. Oh, God. Okay, so it's like episode 32, 33, Three, whatever. We're, we're up there. We're in our 30s, well, early 30s. Here's a belated acknowledgement to the fact that we have gone 30 plus episodes. That's very exciting because when we talked about this for months upon months and didn't do anything about it, we were like, this isn't going to happen. And then we made it happen. Yeah, it's funny, like, whenever, I've had, like, a few people ask me, like, if I mention that, like, I do a podcast with my friend, they're like, oh, how did that get started? Like, I don't know, like, we just, we talked about doing something for a long time, and, like, we used to, like, want to do a YouTube channel, (laughs) really glad that that never came to fruition, and then, I don't know, like, a podcast just seemed like the next obvious choice, and then we actually just decided to do it, so. Look at us, we got a microphone. We have spent... Some money on we this. We have. We've put limited funds into this podcast. <laughs> Which is good. We're doing our best. We are doing our best, you know? That's the thing. <laughs> that is the thing, you know? I also say you know a lot. You know? Yeah. And it's and like, I think they do. <laughs> it's like, yes, we all do. You said two words. Yeah. <laughs> You've like, barely strung a sentence together. It's not hard to follow along. Like, that's gross, you know? <laughs> yes. We do. As a matter of fact. We were once at a a party. Oh no. (laughs) Where we were having a conversation. The thing is we'll start saying things ironically. Yeah. Maybe. And then it just like turns into now this is something that's part of our vocabulary that we can't stop saying. Yes. So we were sitting across from this girl who was just there cross-stitching in this the was middle like, of a party. It was like a house party. Like it was... It was in the backyard. People were barbecuing. It was a bop. Okay. Shout out to <laughs> Melissa's infamous summer party. Um, so she's sitting across from us just like cross-stitching away. And we're having a conversation and I think we scarred her. A part of her is confused now forever. Because our whole conversation was just like, yeah, seriously, honestly. Truly. Same. Oh my goodness. Same though. No, but honestly. Literally yeah. me. Like we just, Zoe and I get into this groove where we can communicate with very like minimal language. Like, it's just the same few, like, keywords and phrases repeated. You know when any late-night comedian talks about millennial white girls? It's us! And the words that they use, and we're like, no, we're not like that. And then we're like, same! I can't even. Me! Oh my god, same, though. Me AF. <laughs> but we'll just say that in day-to-day life. Yeah. And, and so- only that. And so this girl was sitting across from us, cross-stitching, and she was just looking at us as though she were an anthropologist or something. She was just cross-stitching her field nose. Or, like, a sociologist. Like, she was really, not just watching us, but, like, inspecting us. Like, she was really trying to see what made us tick. And, like, she was studying us. I hope she got a lot of information. I hope we were a good field study for her. Same. (laughs) Honestly? No, but truly, though. (laughs) Literally, though. And that's part of where the title of this podcast came from, because we went through a very big (laughs) phase where we just said honestly 
all the time. Just at the beginning of any sentence, yeah. at the end of any sentence. My favorite is, I don't do it as much now, but I used to text you and I would start the text off by being like, TBH, <laughs> and then finish it with honestly. <laughs> and it's like, how many times do I need to say that I'm being honest? <laughs> I think you might be lying if you're saying honestly that much. I'd be like, honestly, blah, 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 dot, 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 TBH. Like, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember the one time your phone corrected honestly to ho salty? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. But true. <laughs> Always salty. We've had so many funny, like, autocorrect. Uh, what? Oh, oh my god. This... Yesterday, oh what my was god. I trying to say? Logan sent me a picture of her. Is it your cousin's kid? Yeah, my cousin's new baby. And I was like, oh my god, crying. <laughs> and it autocorrected to all caps, cry baby. And I was like, what? Why? Which, like, almost seemed right, because it was a picture of a baby, but she wasn't crying. No. I was like, why am I saying cry baby? Your phone was just dragging you. It's like, I'm crying cry baby. Do you remember? Oh my god, this is, like, going back, like, several years, I think we were both in university, and I can't exactly remember what the autocorrect was, but it was, like, hash jackals or something like it that. It was hash jackals. I think it was, like, you tried to put, like, hashtag or something, yeah. and it corrected it- to hash jackals. <laughs> Oh yes. my god. And then we would just use hash jackals for everything. Yeah. But ho salty, I think, might have been one of the, like, best ones. It was, because it's Because we're just, like, yeah. It was, I mean, it was a subtle drag. Ho salty. <laughs> that she is. Because we're probably ranting about something. Oh, always. And h- honestly. <laughs> can I get a ho yeah? Ho yeah. <laughs> So before we started recording, Zoe and I exchanged Christmas gifts, and she got me the greatest things ever, one of which is the Milk and Vine book that we talked about several weeks ago on the podcast, so I'm just really jazzed about that. Quick note to add to this, it was so funny, the episode where we talked about Milk and Vine, and was it Elijah and Christine having their like little tantrum about it? I don't know what my Universal sign for tantrum. <laughs> I did like a weird, awkward turtle, but like wiping, it, it <laughs> like wax like... on, wax off kind of thing. Um, when we were doing that episode the day before is when I ordered all of Logan's gifts, which included two stickers for her laptop <laughs> and that book. And she was like, we're talking about the book. She's like, it's over. <laughs> the book is canceled. <laughs> it wasn't like that. But I, was like, I just I just meant that, like, it was one of those things where, like, it was a fad. Like, people were really jazzed about it for a couple of days. But, like, it was going to die off. <laughs> and she's like, it's over. No one's ordering it. <laughs> it's done. Uh-huh. And I was sitting there like, ooh. <laughs> Uh-oh. And then also after we stopped recording, I don't think you talked about it on the actual podcast. Probably not. We were talking after, oh yeah, it was when you went home and you were like, I took all the stickers off my laptop and I was like, oh my god. So I like inadvertently almost <laughs> ruined all of Zoe's Christmas plans, um, but joke's on her because uh, I love everything. Ho so. salty. Ho not salty. No, ho is not <laughs> Enjoy salty. Enjoy Christmas. <laughs> uh-huh. oh. uh, ho, 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 am I right? Oh, you're not wrong. <laughs> Uh, You're not wrong. We're 15 minutes into this. Whoa. Oh, Oh. boy, really? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. (laughs) Spicy boy. 
spicy. Please read that. Okay. So I was on Twitter this morning, as I do, um, and I saw this tweet that I just had to send to Zoe for her to see when she woke up this morning. Um, And it's (laughs) like a conversation. So it's X. So I just got promoted at my dream job and my boyfriend and I just got engaged. How are you doing? And then me. I just started putting horseradish sauce on crackers. I call them spicy boys. Spicy boys. And I just thought that was delightful. Um, It is. I think we're all spicy boys at heart. We're not soy boys. No, definitely not. Listen to our last episode or two episodes ago. We don't know when things were. That discourse. I thought it was our 30th episode, but we are past that. Logan has not been here for the last two episodes. I kind of... I kind of pop. I love I don't care. I love it. Um, <laughs> I what I was trying to say is I honestly feel like I wasn't here for the last episode. Like it was a weird episode. We're sorry think, to any of you who listened to that. I think the last episode we were just like in a weird, like you like, said, a fugue state. <laughs> a fugue state because we were like the episode before was like really dark and we were like. Trying to, we're trying to lighten it up, but somehow it was dark. It was because it, it, yeah. it was like, oh, these people are sad. It was a darker plane <laughs> that we were okay. on. It no. was the darkest timeline. Dark Harry, you know, <laughs> green orbs. <laughs> oh <sighs> goodness, um, how are you doing? I'm okay. <laughs> As I choke on my spit, I'm fine. Yeah, that's good. I'm glad. Um, at work the other day. There were demons spawn. Uh-huh. Let me tell you this story Please real do. quick as I roll up my sleeves. <laughs> Let's get into it. Um, first of all, their mother was fun. Too. Uh-huh. She came in and she was trying on a coat because we have all of the winter jackets now. And she's like, oh, like what size is this? And I tell her it's a three, which is like a 22-ish. And she's like, okay, I need bigger than that. What size do you go out to? So I run through all the sizes mm-hmm. and she's like, Okay, I don't need the biggest size, but, like, maybe a four. Okay. I was, like, in this specific coat or just, like, any winter dragon? She's mm-hmm. like, oh, anyone. Like, I'm just looking for a winter coat. And mm-hmm. I was like, chill. Went around the store. To cough. <coughs> Dramatic. <laughs> I had to pick up every size four in every winter coat. That's what I did. They're heavy. I'm walking around carrying them all like a lunatic. Walking <laughs> to the back. She sees me. I'm holding them. Like, there's at least six big winter coats. I'm like, and she goes, oh, those look too big. And I was like, uh-huh, there are four. She's like, oh, no, I meant smaller. I need a two. And I was like, okay. Fabulous. And so I go walk away with my whole stack <laughs> of things. My manager is, like, putting something back and sees me, like, limping over with all the coats. And this lady is behind me, like, following me the whole time, being like, a two. I just needed two. And I just stopped and, like, turned with all my jackets. And I was like, just let me put these ones down first, and I'll get you a two. <laughs> and my manager just laughs in the background because I looked crazy. Oh like, I'm like, God. let me just put these down real quick. So I get her her twos. She's trying them on. I can't, like, the kids were, like, running around. It was, like, maybe, like, a 10-year-old. Mm-hmm. And I was telling the story to my sister, and it just sounded so, like, I don't like children. Because I was, like, it's 
like an eight-year-old and then a smaller one. <laughs> like I was talking about like an animal. Like, just like a small just one. Just a slightly smaller like one. Like a tiny one. Yeah. But it, she was. She was a smaller one. Sure. Smaller than like an eight or nine. Okay. Sure. Tinier. A smaller human. And the older one, the larger one, was sitting down just being a peaceful child. Okay. And the smaller one was just beating her, like whacking her in the head, punching her. And she kept going, get away from me. Get away from me. That's what I say to you all the time. All the time. It was like <laughs> looking in a mirror. <laughs> and then I was like, I can't be in here because the mom is trying stuff on and just letting her child like run laps in the fitting room. And I was Mm-mm. like, I can't be in here. I'm going to yell at a child. <laughs> I will hit a child. <laughs> so I left and I was like standing in the doorway of the fitting room still in case like she tripped or something and I had to like assist intervene and so I'm like standing there my manager goes in to hang something up and I'm looking at her and then all I hear her go is (gasps) like that yeah and she goes that's not nice oh to the little girl and the little girl I turn my head now to see what's going on the little girl looks up at her and goes and she's like excuse me and she goes me 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 at her and my manager turns to me throws her hands up in there and she's like i need to leave <laughs> and goes to the cash and i was like so then i went over and i was like asking her what happened the little one uh-huh hucked up spit <gasps> and spit in her sister's <gasps> face and then when she said to her that's not nice before she went she spit in her sister's face looking directly at my manager. And we were just like, this child is a demon. Oh my god. Um, so yeah, that was that lovely family. She also, at that point, after being told to like calm down and stop hitting her sister and spitting at her. That's um, not something you need to be no, told. She took off running through the store and out into the mall. And so... The other I hope sister, you get taken. The other sister had to go find her and was like looking out front and I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna have to be like, there's a missing child in the mall. I saw her leave. Good. No one will be sorry and that she's she went, gone. She went and she found her and brought her back and she ran out again. She just kept the mom's still in the fitting room. It's like the coats aren't important. <laughs> like, get your oh child. Oh my god. But um she yeah, just spit. Me, 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 That's me, repulsive. The thing, the thing is, <laughs> it wasn't me saying it. Um, I first of all, I don't think as a child I would have ever done that to begin with. Mm-hmm. But if I was in a situation at that age, even at this age, <laughs> where a grown up I didn't know reprimanded me for something. I would have fallen to the floor sobbing immediately or just shut down and sat down and been like, I'm going to die. Yeah. Like, See, no. this is the thing. Children just aren't scared enough anymore. <laughs> no. Like, they're not scared of their parents. Or other adults. <laughs> or other adults. And I think that's really where the problem lies. Like, growing up, like, I have a great relationship with my mother. We get along very well. We always have. But, like... I would be lying if I said she didn't scare the shit out of me when I was growing up. And still to this day, honestly, like, I live in fear of disappointing her. Yeah, no. But, like, that's part of the... Re- like, I think I'm just naturally, like, I was a good, like, quiet yeah, child. But but I think part of the reason why I was so well-behaved is because I was so scared 
of my mother and her wrath. <laughs> Even now, if we're, I'm out shopping with my mom and she looks at me a certain way, I'm like freeze in my tracks like I'm a five-year-old. I'm like, ugh, freeze frame. Like if I don't move, she can't see me. Like that's the, ugh, I can't imagine, like I can't imagine someone I didn't know going, no, bad, <laughs> bad child. Oh my God. That's not nice. I can't imagine spitting in another person's face. That's one, of the most, that's one of the more horrible things you can do to someone. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, par- like, parents just need to be scarier. Yeah. Like, my mom never inflicted physical pain on me. All it took was a look or a very stern voice, oh, which she's God. very good at. The voice. And that was really all it took, and I would back right <laughs> off. It's like, I don't want to be involved in this. But, like, kids just aren't scared no. anymore. Have I talked about the the story of my mom not believing me in the car on yes. the podcast before? Oh, not on the podcast. I thought you were talking I? about to me. And I was like, okay. yes, I've heard it. When I was a child, <laughs> I had a problem with lying about things. Um, and things that were very obviously lies. Just like, I was at school today and there was a bunch of puppies and ones in my backpack. <laughs> we're best friends. I really hope that was a real lie you <laughs> it told. Pro- it probably was. So... I was, I would do that all the time and just like these really tall tales of like exciting things that happened at school that like really did Obviously not happen. Obviously never did, yeah. And then one time something really exciting did happen at school and I'm in the back seat of the car in my little seat. My mom's driving and I'm telling her this story and she just looks into the mirror yeah. to look back at me and just goes, I don't know, Zoe. I wish I could believe you. And I just started <laughs> sobbing the whole ride home or wherever we were going. I was just crying. And then never again did I tell a tale. Your mom did not come to play. <laughs> she didn't. That is one of my, like, one of my more favorite, like, yeah. savage stories from your mom. The other one is where you threatened to run away or something. Oh, my God, oh, my you sister. You, somebody threatened to call, like, child yeah. service. My sister, when she was little, got into some kind of, like, fight with my mom where, you know, like, little kid fights where it's like, you're not going to let me eat the cookie, whatever. Like, you hate me. Yeah. Like, that <laughs> kind of fight. And she was like, I'm going to call children's aid. And my mom looks at my sister and goes, okay, goes upstairs gets a suitcase and starts putting all of her things in the suitcase and Nadia's there crying and she's like what are you doing and my mom looks at her and goes oh you don't think they're gonna let you stay here if you call children's aid they're going to take you so I'll just get this ready my sister was like no it's her crying your mom she was not she was not there to play now god bless Zena. A true, true queen. (laughs) There's so many moments that I wish I was, like, I wish I was there to see that. I was not, but a twinkle in her eye at that point. brilliant. But I wish I could relive also the moment where she asked my teacher why she was crying. (laughs) So there's, it's a longer story. We're not going to get into it. It's a whole saga. But I, like, broke my wrist on a field trip. And was made to stay there the full week without medical attention. And no one would let me go to the hospital. Yeah. And it was a big ordeal. And then, of course, when we got back, my wrist was, in fact, broken. And it was serious. (laughs) Because you hadn't received medical attention. 
so my teacher, then we had all these, like, meetings with them because we were trying to figure out if there needed to be any kind of legal action. You should have sued the school. We should have, but it would have been just a bigger mess. I know. Um, but my teacher is, like, trying to explain to my mom, like, how sorry she is and stuff. And she's just, like, crying. And she's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so... I can't believe this happened. My mom, the most deadpan face I've ever seen on anyone, looks at her in the face, looks down to her feet, and looks back up at her and goes, why are you crying? And I was there, and in my head, I was like, oh! <laughs> like, is anyone else oh seeing Oh, my God. This? That, like, gives me chills. Right? Just imagine my mother doing that, Like, too. your mom frightens me, for yeah. sure. Like, I would not mess with her. No. Xena did not come to play. Xena warrior princess. Truly. And honestly, but every day I wish I could relive that moment. That's brilliant. It was so good. Why are you crying? Yeah. Kids just aren't scared of their parents anymore. No. Like, kids will just, like, straight up be like, you're a bitch to their mom. And (laughs) I'm like, I would not have lived another moment had I done that as a child or now. If I was behaving that way in a mall, too, um, the fact that other people were there to witness the disrespect, I... Everyone would have witnessed my actual murder. Yeah. It would have been like, woman kills child in the <laughs> middle of a store. And you're like, oh, well, she deserved it. Like, that's always, that's my issue with kids who are misbehaving in public places. Because I feel so often the time, like, parents will just, they'll just let it happen. Yeah. They won't say anything. They'll just ignore their kid. Meanwhile, their kid's just acting like the world's biggest brat. Or they just screaming. go, that's not nice. But it's like they don't, don't do that. They don't do anything, or you know, and they just continue on their way. It's like no, what you do is you tell the kid to stop. If they're not, you take them out of the store yeah. so they don't disrupt everyone else's life. <laughs> Same at a restaurant. Oh yes. Your child's throwing a hissy fit. Just get up. And go, go outside. outside. I'm the sorry. restaurant wasn't for you today. No. Maybe better luck next time. Yeah. My mom always tells me, like, my mom always gets so frustrated, like when we're out yeah. to eat somewhere and like a kid starts like throwing a tantrum. My mom's just like. You, like you take the kid outside like yeah. you don't leave them in there just so they can disrupt everybody else and my mom always tells the story about how the first meal that her and my dad took me out to when I was like a baby yeah. like a couple months after being born was to Swiss chalet <laughs> because she was just like it's a quick in and out yeah. like like we weren't gonna like Speedy. like just in and out like we're not gonna like waste any time like we just sit down get our food and leave get our chicken and run like <laughs> Like, I'm sorry, but, like, if you have a baby and they're misbehaving, like, I'm sorry that you want to, like, sit down and enjoy your meal, but, like, so do the rest of us. Yeah. And we don't want to hear your stupid kid cry. And, like, just, even if it's for, like, five minutes, walk outside and be like, okay, let's calm down. And if the kid's not calming down, then you just get your food to go. Yeah. Go home. Again, better luck next time. Exactly. (sighs) That was my, my answer for how I am. (laughs) How are you? I'm good. Um, I... I don't work in an environment where I generally have to deal with obnoxious children. That's good, but you have to deal with obnoxious adults. Occasionally. Occasionally. No, it's been good. Um, We had our work Christmas party on Friday, which actually ended up being better than I was expecting. That's good. Um, to be fair, I did not have high hopes for it. But it was actually, it (laughs) was nice. The bar was low. It was low, but it was very nice. And one of my coworkers was recently, he'd been on vacation for like three weeks or something like that. Um, and he was back last week and then I, <laughs> he came over and started talking to my coworker and I just like didn't bother turning around. I was like, whatever. I'm like putting my raffle tickets in. And he just goes, 
is that my best friend ignoring me, talking about me? And I just turn around. I look at him like, who are you? I'm like, do I know you? Have we met? He's just like, oh, you're just mad because I went away for three weeks. I'm just like, I'm sorry. Who are you? Did you leave? Like, I don't remember you. Did you start here? (laughs) I don't recall. So. I like giving people a hard time. It's fun. You know, gets me through the day. (laughs) But no, it was a nice Christmas party. I enjoyed it. There were games that I initially was not going to participate in <laughs> but well because one of them was so embarrassing oh, and I was like I'm it? not doing it so basically like I don't know if this is like a common party game but it was like they had like Kleenex boxes and they put jingle bells in them and then you have to like strap it around like your like hips and you have to like basically get all the jingle bells out of the box by like oh. jumping and or shaking your butt just basically like belly dancing kind for of. fellow worker and I was just like that's so embarrassing like I'm not doing that like I was absolutely mortified at the idea but then I did it in the end and I won very nice I just jumped up and down profusely it worked very well yeah hold them down yeah pretty much um speaking of big boobs I don't know if you were in the slack like thingy today I wasn't but not today. I don't know if you get notifications or not but um I just I always get like push notifications but, um, let me just... I think there's some things that I don't want notifications for, I always get. But the things that I've actively set them for, where I'm like, I want <laughs> Slack updates, I don't get them. Yeah. Um, so Nikki from... She's the host of Six Degrees of Wiki and yes. other Something Cheeky podcasts. She, um, messaged us, like, directly, which is something you can do on Slack. <laughs> I honestly don't understand how Slack confuses me so much. Don't understand how if it works. If you've ever tried to talk to us on Slack and we haven't responded, I'm so sorry. So sorry. We are lost in this world. It makes no sense to me, but this, like, kind of made sense because it's, like, a direct message. And she was like, I'm in the middle of your episode where you talk about finding bras that fit and are pretty. I'm a fellow member of the Massive Boobs Club <laughs> and I have suggestions for you. And then she goes on to write out this extremely long and well thought out and very like educational post about like where to go and what to do to like find good bras and it was just so extremely nice and thoughtful um and so I responded since I knew how to do that on the app (laughs) we solved it um but it was just so sweet um so I really appreciated that oh that's so nice I didn't see that yeah oh that's lovely let me just stop the podcast (laughs) and go look right now Oh, solidarity. Yeah, no, it was very sweet. I really appreciated it. Um, yes, because it is a struggle. Last night I went out for dinner with um, my friend Kathleen and then also her coworker ended up coming. And so it was the first time meeting her. And at one point we just like got into a conversation about boobs and they're both on like the smaller end of the spectrum. Yeah. And at one point her coworker, we were talking about something like bralettes or something like that. And I was just like, yeah, not really an option for me. Like, I'm a 34 yeah. triple D. And her coworker just, like, looks at me and was like, oh, my God. I'm like, yeah, I hide yeah. it well. You're like, yes, it's displaced around <laughs> my body very well. Just, like, tuck it into different spots. But it's just, it's so funny, like, talking to women that have, like, smaller boobs. Because they they always, like, look at you like you're some mythical creature. They're like, what? And I'm like, trust me, it's not at all it's cracked up to be. Like, you're not missing out on it's anything. It's sometimes at work when people come in and need to be measured. And they go on and on about, like, what a large chest that yeah. they have. 
And then, like, I measure them, and I'm just, like, in my head, I'm like, oh, boy. Like, my friend is, like, in a must, mush, mushed, in a mushed worse spot than you. It's just, I think they were talking about not wearing a bra and just, uh, and just like, going about your life. Them. And I was like, oh, my God, I wish. <laughs> Someone would die. <laughs> Turn a corner too fast. <laughs> oh. It was just so funny. Um, yeah, so anyways, the message from Nikki was really nice, and That's I really so appreciated sweet. it, so thank you. Now you have some things to look into. Yes, definitely. That's exciting. Indeed. Um, Ellen from High, High Expectations. Expectations. <laughs> I like the... <laughs> We're getting ready, just to... High Expectations. <laughs> Um, she was listening to one of the Halloween episodes when we are reading all the ghost stories and stuff. She was like, the one about the Mexican dog. She was like, I was dying. The timing was so good. Uh, uh, and then I went back and listened to that episode. Yeah. And I was, like, cracking up at every story. I'm like, wow. These are, especially the one, um, the tinsel. The tinsel was in her hair. And you're like, I really enjoyed that episode. It was so funny to do, like, dramatic readings of the scary stories. It's funny, like, the episode sometimes, because it was, um, like, we wanted to do a conspiracy theory one, we wanted to do a My Favorite Murder one, and then we were like, oh, like, what else could we do? And yeah. it was kind of just, like, thrown out to, like, maybe do that. Yeah. And then it ended up being really funny, so. That's fun. That's fun. <laughs> it is fun. <laughs> Um, yeah, so what's been going on in the world this week? Oh, boy. We're actually recording earlier than we usually do. It's Tuesday. So I'm sure more things will come out. So if when you're listening to this, you're like, why didn't you talk about something explosive that (laughs) happened? Um, It's because we're recording two days earlier than we normally do. So our apologies if something dramatic happens in the next couple of days, which I'm sure it will. Oh, I'm sure. Um, so right off the bat, TJ Miller... The latest addition to the... Trash train. Trash train. Is that what we're calling it now? Okay. It's what I'm calling I like it. I like it. Um, yes. This week on Trash, trash train. train Quarter. Um, uh, yep. Yeah, trash. I mean, what else What else can we... Wow, my phone is frozen. Oh, that's good. Fabulous. Um, it was one of those... Logan sent me the article this morning. Um, it was one of those articles that you're like... You read the first couple of paragraphs and you feel sick to your stomach and you're like, there's still so much more that I have to read here. Yeah. Um, because it's not only like sexual assault itself is repulsive and terrible and makes me ill. Mm-hmm. But it was so much on top of that where I'm like, this is awful and he's a psychopath. Yeah. And I, I just, it was... You know, like, obviously, we've been reading a lot of stories over the past few months about very similar situations, but, like, there hasn't been one like this yet yeah. that, like, really caused me to, like... Because the thing is with the other ones, for good reason, there weren't details included, yeah. which is, like, I appreciate that. Like, you don't have to share those if you don't want to share those. Mm-hmm. But this one, the woman coming forward who has chosen to remain anonymous... Mm-hmm went into detail about, like, what happened. And, like, not, like, super graphic detail, but, like, enough that you're like, oh, my God. Yeah. So the author of the piece, I'm going to butcher their name terribly, um, Asawin Subseng. I'm, I can't. I'm so sorry. That's not how you pronounce it. But anyways, they wrote a piece for the Daily Beast, and I saw a tweet. 
<laughs> I, um, I saw a tweet from them afterwards, and they were saying that um, it's the first article that they've published that's required a trigger warning, and wow. there is, there's, like, a little warning at the beginning yeah. that says, like, this story includes graphic content, and it does, Yeah. and I think that's why it was so upsetting to read, because, you know, and especially, like, like you said, in recent months, there's been so many stories like this, and you, like... Not necessarily get desensitized to but it, but it's just like do. after a certain point, you're like, okay, right, yeah, he was jacking off in front of people, or oh, he was touching somebody inappropriate. Like it's all terrible, but like yeah, it just kind that- of all blurs together. Yeah. But this one just kind of stood out because like the it was a firsthand account from this woman, and she really did not hold back in describing what had happened, yeah. and it was not only sexual assault but physical assault also. A lot of the stuff that um like the actual assault that was like detailed in it. Reminded me a lot of the Jiang Gameshi stuff. Mm, yeah. If anyone, I'm sure people are familiar with yeah. that. But it's a very similar kind of, like, strangling and then trying to, like, play that off as if that was, like, a, oh, that was a sexual Ooh, thing. Sex. Like, it's not if the other person is mm-hmm. not, like, yes, I want this to happen right now. Exactly. And I what I found really interesting about the piece is that the woman who has come forward... She admits by her own volition that the first sexual encounter that she had with TJ Miller, like, she was very intoxicated for. Yeah. And she's just like, I can't with absolute certainty say what happened during yeah. it. And I think it's really, like, good that she admitted that because obviously that's everyone's first thing. Oh, like, yeah. well, you were drunk, so you don't know what happened. But then, like, she goes on to explain a second instance that happened Where that she, she was, yeah. you know, completely coherent for and she knows what happened. Like, And she says um, that... Like, she remembers saying no at one point, which is another thing that people are like, well, you didn't say no. It was like, just because the absence of a no does not mean a yes. Like, that's that's not the same And, you know, it was just, like, one of those things where it was just like, oh, well, it was just, like, rough consensual sex. She's just like, no, like, these were things that we had never explicitly discussed. Like, I had never consented to this. It, like, I get that it's a kink for some people, but, like, it's not for me. No, like, and she was saying, like, it was, like, not, she wasn't, like, very experienced. And mm-hmm. it was, like, she's just, like, I didn't know that was a thing. Like, she's, like, now I know that that's yeah. a kink that people have. But, like, at that time, mm-hmm. I was, like, what is happening to me right now? Yeah, and, like, exactly. he punched her in the face. In the like, face. that's not. And then it was just, like, don't... oh, you fell down the stairs because you were drunk. Like, okay. Yeah. But, um, so it's a pretty, like, scathing article. Um, definitely worth a read if you can get past yeah. some of the more graphic details. But, yeah, like, you mentioned uh, Gian Gomeshi, and, like, I know Laura also, like, was tweeting about, like, how, yeah, like, there's some... Oh, <laughs> about how there's, like, similarities between them. And then, like, um, so TJ Miller and his wife Kate... Oh, yeah, um, ...released a statement. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'll just give you a gist of it. Um, it's basically, you know, yes, we knew this woman when we were in school, um, but she was, you know, so obsessed with TJ Miller. She was constantly trying to break us up. She was trying to break us up, and she was just hell-bent on ruining our relationship and ruining his life, and blah, 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 completely, like, gaslighting the victim, and, yeah. like, being like, no, none of that happened, like, she's just crazy. Yeah. There's another bit of that, like, statement that was in the article that we both talked about earlier today, but I screenshot it because it reminds me so much of when Lena Dunham was talking about her friend who is the writer, Uh right? The Miller said, sadly, she is now using the current climate to bandwagon and launch these false accusations. 
It is unfortunate that she's choosing this route as it undermines the important movement to make women feel safe coming forward about legitimate claims against real known predators. So it's very much like, yes, we believe all the women except this Not woman this because it's my husband. <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. Um, it, yeah. And then, so, like, on top of the, like, stupid statement that, it's like, his wife, like, tweeted it, she also included the... I didn't see this. Oh, you didn't see the no. photo? How did you not see I any know. of my tweets about this? I don't know. Like, was I not on Twitter today? I guess like, not. What was happening? Not saying with my tweets are like great and like <laughs> you need to look at them. But I'm going. So her name's Kate T. Miller. Um, her uh, handle is Rose Petal Pistol, which is embarrassing Rose. for her. That sounds like what my Tumblr blog would be in like 2012 when we were like 16. Yeah. yeah. Um. So she uh, posts screenshots of their statement, and then to top it all off. She finishes up with this photo of her and TJ Miller sitting in what looks like a mausoleum or a crypt. They're on like this bench and they're like huddled together. And it is just, I, to read my own tweets and toot my own horn. Horn? Horn? <laughs> you know when you Jesus. toot your horn. Um, uh, what did I say? I said, uh, yikes, get out of here with your bullshit statement and your self-indulgent picture. Cause what kind of is like, this picture? Yeah, right? Because it's like what you and I were talking about last week, the guy who kicked the photographer in the face yeah. and then released, like, the video apologizing. Yeah. Like, I think it's so self-indulgent to, like, post a video or a picture. And then I said, please stay in whatever mausoleum y'all crawled into <laughs> to take that faux moody picture. Because it is just, it looks like the type of photo that, um, like, an emo couple in like their teens would take and it then like looks, over edit on like picnic. Like, it looks like something that they took as a joke and are like, it doesn't look like it should be a real thing, but it very obviously is a real It's thing. so embarrassing. And also, like, I don't know. I've never been in a situation where someone I've known, whoa, let me drop my phone and Ooh. smash it. Um, <laughs> I've never been in a situation where someone I've personally known has sexually assaulted someone. Or at least I don't know of that happening. Mm-hmm. But when someone comes out and says, this person did this to me, if you were not there, you cannot say for sure what happened. Yeah. Like, sure, you'd like to think that your husband did not sexually assault someone. I'm sure that you don't want that to happen. But you weren't there. So you should not make excuses for him or, like, throw this woman under the bus for coming out. Like, no. ugh. ugh. There was one point in the article where um, the author had gotten comments from people who are friends with TJ Miller and, like, they were, you know, like, speaking out in support of him and, you know, doing the typical, oh, like, he's yeah. a great guy, he would never do that. And there was one quote that just was oh, so hilarious God. to me. Um... So, another friend insisted that Miller, quote-unquote, was the type of person, if you took him to a strip club, he would want to talk to the strippers, not hit on them. And then the author of the piece just goes, no one has accused Miller of hitting on strippers. No. Like, that's not the issue that we're here to discuss. And, like, why did- how does that prove that you're a good person because you talk to a woman like she was a person? Like, I- like, oh, good job! Yay, the bare minimum! Good on you! Pat yourself (laughs) on the back, my dude. Like- so that's fun um you know just the latest in a never-ending stream the trash train just keeps on chugging along you know (laughs) i do i do know 
Um, in other somewhat related news, the um, quote-unquote protest that's going to go on at the Golden Globes with the actresses wearing oh, black. Oh, God. That makes my eyes want to, like, escape my body and roll away. Yeah. Like, it's just... I love not speaking out about things, but wearing a black dress and thinking that's going to do something. Yeah, so for anyone who might not know, actresses have decided to wear black to the Golden Globes to protest gender inequality. Um, and somebody retweeted, like, quote, retweeted yeah. the um, original tweet, and her handle is Free Black Girl, and she said, I love the smell of vapid signs of solidarity <laughs> that do nothing to shift structural inequality. Literally, though, like, what is that doing? Except it's just to pat yourself on the back, like, oh, no, I stood up to it. Good for me in my $8,000 dress. Just kidding. It's more than $8,000. It's $8, probably a million <laughs> Yeah, no, and then somebody else that I follow, um, like, quote, retweeted it with, like, a similar, similar, I'm really unable to talk today, um, similar thing, and I'm just wondering if I can find it now, because, of course, I, like, didn't save it, but that's <laughs> fine. I thought I retweeted it, but apparently I didn't. You were just lost in the um, never-ending story. But it was basically tweet. something along the lines of, you know, since when is wearing a nice dress a form of protest? Like, that does, like, that's not helping anyone in no. any sort of way. And it's not even, like, a, oh, like, a peaceful protest situation. Like, this is just legitimately not protesting. Like, you're not helping. You're not doing anything. No. Like, if someone were just to not know what was happening, it would just be, like, trends for this year's Golden Globes, black dresses. Like, well, exactly. that's not... It's really, like, it doesn't cause anyone to really go out of their way and think about it or do anything remotely um, useful. Yeah. Uh, it's just like, okay, instead of wearing red this year, I'll just wear black. Like, you could just not go. That's another option that would be, oh, look at all these empty seats where are all the women at the Golden Globes. That would be something that you might go, hmm, what's going on here? That would but be... But showing up and wearing black, like a... Yeah, no, I think the idea of, like, having all these actresses not show up would be a really good, like, show of, like, protest and solidarity. And sure, a lot of people could be like, well, they're just not going to, like, a fancy event. But, like, at least it would be something, something slightly more impactful. Yeah. Where it's, like, a visual representation of, like, all the women who have been affected by this, what, like, whether directly or, like, obliquely... Yeah not showing up to this event and showing that, like, women do have power in Hollywood and yeah. they do have the numbers, so... Like, if they weren't there, imagine how, like, weird it, the audience itself would look. Like, exactly. the crowd when they pant, like... It would be at least a little more impactful and not just, like, I'm still showing up, but I'm wearing black. <laughs> like, See? You get it? <laughs> no! I don't, as a matter of fact. Just, like, the the video that was everyone was, like, freaking out about uh, was it Kate Winslet talking about Woody Allen and then, like, everyone rolling their eyes? And it's like, okay, <laughs> but did anyone in that interview go, okay, Woody Allen is, like, a monster or they just rolled their eyes at her? Yeah, exactly. It was some sort of, like, um, discussion and Kate Winslet was there, Margot Robbie, um, swear she, oh, whatever her name Sor is. Sorsha? Sorsha. Um, Jessica Chastain, um, and a few other people, and... At one point, Kate Winslet says, Woody Allen is an extraordinary writer, and he's obviously known for having created blah, 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 blah. And it cuts off. And it's just, 
there's screenshots of all the other actors' faces, and they just like you know are giving like cut eye, and like or, they like, look long really blinks. they look really unimpressed. Um, and somebody tweeted that and was like, everyone's reactions when Kate Winslet started talking about working with Woody Allen, LOL. And then somebody quote retweeted yeah, that and they're like, tweet. but what did they say? Yeah, that's a tweet. Like, mm. that's cool. Like, it doesn't take much to like give a side eye to someone, but maybe use that platform to speak out and be that's like, like the prime opportunity to be like, I will raise you this. Yeah. He's a monster. And exactly. end that. Like, yeah. just an idea. <sighs> Ladies of Hollywood. That was, I was watching The Holiday the uh, other day, and I was like, oh. Kate. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about that, I think I was thinking about that yesterday, because you mentioned that you are yeah. watching The Holiday, and I was just thinking about, um, like, Titanic is one of my yeah. favorite movies. Um, and it is so upsetting when an actor that you, is in a piece of, like, film, TV, any sort of media that you've, like, really grown up loving and like has been such an impar- like, important part of your life yeah. it's really unfortunate to then realize that like they're not a great person it's the same thing with like these men who are being um you know outed as being yeah. like trash um it's kind of hard to reconcile that fact and be like all right um garbage they're terrible yeah. even though they were in something that meant a lot to me at one point yeah. in my life yeah so did you see the matt damon thing too I was talking about this with my mom in the car on the way over here, actually, because it's just so funny because I'm just like, where is this PR person? Like, losing their mind Like, why is no one telling him to shut up? Just zip it, Matt. I just don't, like, I, like, that's a lot of the whole, like, rhetoric with people who don't, like, agree with what's happening Mm. and, like, they don't like women coming forward and being like, this guy's trash. They're like, what? He wasn't always trash. I'm sure he's done not trash things in his life. Like, okay, maybe. Sure. But, like, a lot of that, like, with that crowd, the whole thing is like, oh, well, there's a difference between, like, groping someone and then, like, a sexual assault. I'm like, okay, yeah, in that they're different actions, but it's all sexual assault. Yes, like, sure. Grabbing someone's boob versus raping someone. It's yes. Different. Two different things. Um, but they all fall under the umbrella. <laughs> Things you shouldn't do. <laughs> and I'm sorry if that's upsetting for some of you or you can't get your brains around that. And, you know, the stupid men who are like, what, I can't give anyone a hug anymore? <laughs> like, first of all, no one wanted a hug from you in the first place. No. Sit so, down, Bob. Sit, sit down. down. Um, but it's like, yes, of course there's a difference. But we can't discredit one just because you know, somebody deems it either more or less severe than another. Yeah. They are all considered sexual assault or sexual and harassment. Be. <laughs> like, and they should be dealt with accordingly. Yeah. I, simple it's as just that. Like I don't know. I really don't know why this is a problem. Like, I really don't know why Matt Damon feels like he needs to comment I on really it. I really don't know why Matt Damon end sentence. Just, I, who asked you? Get them out of the picture also. <laughs> they're cancelled if someone did ask you. But like nothing this has nothing to do with you. Please sit down. But exactly. Just shut up. Like that's the thing where now is really not the time for men to be commenting on these things. Like no one should be asking men about what's been yeah. happening. That's part of the problem. Like, for too long, we've had to just, like, listen to men talk about things and listen to their opinions on things. Now is really 
not the time. Did you see that? I forget, like, what article it was or, like, what source it was, but I saw it on Twitter, and it was, like, the world needs, like, a feminist take on such and such, and Seth Meyers is just the man to do it, and everyone was, like... Because he's going to be hosting the Golden Globes Yeah, this that's year, what I it think. was. It was, like, they need a feminist icon now more than ever at the Golden Globes, and Seth Meyers to bring is the in man Seth. to do it. And it's just, like, crickets, like... And it's like, God, there's a problem here. It's like, don't get me wrong. I love Seth Meyers. And I think, you know, he has a really good, like, finger on the pulse of what's going on. But um, here's a thought. There are so many amazing, talented, intelligent, did I mention amazing women that (laughs) would have made a fantastic feminist host, if that's what you were looking for. (laughs) Yeah. And a funny one. Lots of women comedians. Women can be funny. Whoa. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's a hard thing to get people's minds around. But yeah, just going back to the whole, like, Matt Damon and just, like, generally, like, men commenting on this. It's not to say that, like, men can't have, like, I don't know, like, salient points, I guess, to say. And, you know, like, if, like, John Oliver was using his platform to, like, question Dustin Hoffman and give him a hard time about it, and that's good. It's just most of them don't have anything of worth to add to it. And so I think, I know it's so hard for straight white men to just take a step back and let women talk for once. I know it's so hard for them, but maybe realize that this is not... Not your time. Not your time to shine. Take a step back and just be an ally. (laughs) Hard. Hard thing for anyone. They don't know how to do it. Not at all. So like, but why can't I say what I want to say? Because you've been saying what you want to say for the last thousand years. Literally since the dawn of time. So I'm sure your voice is getting tired. Just (laughs) Just take a seat. Have a lozenge. (laughs) Your time will come again soon. Don't worry. Maddie. Please. For the love of God. Also, on this trash train... Mario Batali. Oh God! If I'm about laughing. Him. It's not funny, but it's just—it's so—it's just funny because of the orange Crocs. It's—it's it's a little <laughs> bit funny because of the Crocs. But the whole situation has been so absurd yeah. that I just—I laugh uncomfortably because I'm like, how again? Where's his PR person? No, exactly. Just a brief interjection here. I was talking about this with my mom the other day, and I was just like ranting to her. I was like. The audacity of a man who wears orange Crocs to then be this predator. You are wearing orange Crocs. You have the audacity to harass women like this? No, no. No. Not that if you don't wear orange Crocs, it makes it better. I'm just saying it's (laughs) funny because of orange Crocs. Like, really, Mario Batali? Really? Really. Really. But anyway. In the orange Crocs. Back to his apology. Yes. He uh, apologized. I think it was sent out with like an email or something. I think like it was that. on his website. Oh, was it? Okay. Um, <laughs> it was posted somewhere, and it was an apology that lacked any kind of anything. Another non-apology. It was like, sorry, people felt this way. I remember things differently. I'm like, I'm sure you do, but that's convenient. Your memory is not really the one that's important here. No. Um, but then at the end of all the crap and nonsense that no one believes, he was like, Oh, if you're looking for a fun recipe for the holidays, here's some cinnamon buns. And when I saw that, <laughs> I thought, 
it was a joke. Like I thought like a parody. Someone, I thought someone had tweeted that yeah. to be like making fun of the situation, being like, this is what people's apologies sound like nowadays because yeah. they're all crap. Yeah. Uh no. <laughs> Uh, yep, when you went to his website... It was 100% real. It was there, and he just threw in a recipe, because you know nothing goes well quite with sexual assault and cinnamon buns. You know, they just work so well together. A classic pairing. You know, if you ever want to lighten the mood after you've been accused of really horrific sexual assault allegations, um... Just give everybody a cinnamon bun recipe. Yeah, it's like, uh, guys, before you, uh... Punish me for my crimes. Cinnamon buns. Who doesn't love cinnamon buns? Consider this. Um, yeah. No, it really, it should have been a joke. I, I wish it had been I a joke. I wish it was also. I thought it was just someone's, like, fun take yeah. on. No, absolutely. That's what it seemed like. Because, it's, like like you said, it's so tone deaf. It's so, like, it's, um, like, astounding. That like, that read happened. the room, honey. Like, Just no one wants your cinnamon bun recipe. Not one person was like, yeah, yeah, but what about the cinnamon buns? <laughs> like, in the back of the crowd. Like, yeah, yeah, but what about the cinnamon buns? That's the title of the episode. <laughs> oh, but legitimately, no one was asking for that. No. It was not the time. If you wanted to share a cinnamon bun recipe perhaps save it for the right occasion not when you're apologizing for sexual assault not really apologizing though just acknowledging that it's in the news yeah <laughs> that's all that was yeah fabulous oh. um what else has been going on um fox and disney are consolidating oh yes i was like what about the <laughs> <laughs> they are going to be one huge oh. massive all-powerful company yeah that's not scary at all no it's oh it's just it's so bad yeah um so much job loss is gonna come from Mm -hmm. that it's really unfortunate um not a vibe not a vibe but i feel like that was another one of the things that the simpsons predicted because i saw a screen from like one of their older episodes and it was like the 20th century fox thing and then like underneath it was like a Disney corporation or something like that. There, it gets creepy with The Simpsons. It does. Because I'm like, all of these things <laughs> they saw. Yeah. It's uh, not good, but there's a really good tweet about the consolidation of Fox and Disney. It was from Roy Wood Jr., who's a comedian. Um, and he said, the slow corporate consolidation of film and TV should concern you. Don't believe me. Ask a radio DJ. Mm. Um, yeah. If... Like, it, I think a lot of people don't think about radio anymore, and, like, that's a that's huge part a, of the problem. Like, that's go. really that's all you need point. to know. Because, I, like, radio over the past, like, 10, 15 years has just slowly dwindled into such a dying market. And it's what always happens is, like, these bigger, um, like, conglomerate stations, like, um, like, Bell Media and stuff like that, like, they just swallow up, like, these smaller local stations. And the next thing you know, you have, like, one station that just broadcasts to like a ton of cities and so it's like you just took all the jobs that were in all those local offices and they're gone now it's also concerning in terms of like the content that you're getting because that like it really cuts out a large chunk of like differing opinions that you'll get from people like this is now 
a giant monster of a corporation that all has the same viewpoint on things. Yeah. Maybe not everyone in there, but the corporation itself will release only the information that it wants people to see, and then you're limited in what you're getting. Exactly. Yeah, no, it just... It's not good. It um, It's really going to be interesting to see how it affects, like, film and TV over the yeah. next several years once they kind of consolidate. Um, yeah, support your local radio stations um, if there are any left. <laughs> oh. It's a dying, dying industry. Yeah. Um, and it's just something near and dear to my heart because it's where I come from. <laughs> so... It is. Um, it's been really interesting because, um, like, my both my parents used to work in radio. My dad still does. Um, and it's been very interesting, but also, like, upsetting to see how it has evolved. Oh, just over my lifetime. Yeah. Like, I'm 23. Um, and it's nothing like what it used to be. No. And it's only a matter of time before it's completely gone. It's just so. so sad. Like but it's like no one listens to radio no. anymore. Not traditional radio at least. No. Um so yeah. Fox and Disney. That's uh a match made in heaven. It's gonna be rough. Not a fun time. It's gonna be rough. Not a vibe. Also, um where is it? I feel like I've just like retweeted things that I wanna talk about. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, The Office might be coming back. Oh. Um, and I tweeted in the words of Ira, keep it. Because <laughs> they're like, we're gonna, uh, it's gonna be some old characters and some new characters. But, like, they've already, like, said, like, Steve Carell's not signing on for it. Oh, so no. <laughs> um, and it's just, I'm, I'm getting so sick of, like, Hollywood not having new ideas. And they're like, well, we could do a revival, we can do a reboot, we can do a sequel, we can do a prequel. Um, Let things die gracefully. No, exactly. Let them go out on, like, a high note. Because, like, Arrested Development, oh, lots of problems. (laughs) Now we're just, like, Jeffrey Tambor. Yeah. But (laughs) first three seasons, hilarious. Yes. So funny. The best. Fourth season, two episodes in, I was like, this is awful. Why am I watching this? Yeah, I don't think I ever finished the fourth season. It's It was just so bad. And then it's another one. Isn't yeah. there another there, one? Yeah, <laughs> no, another one's coming. Oh. Although, who knows now with like, the whole oh, yeah, Jeffrey Tambor thing. Oh, yeah, won't happen. Um, uh, yeah, I just think... The example I always go back to in terms of revivals is Gilmore Girls. Mm. Because so near and dear to my heart, one of my all-time favorite shows... I was so excited when they did the revival or when they were getting ready to do the revival because it was all the original cast, the original writers, like it really seemed like they couldn't fuck it up. And yet, (laughs) and yet they did. Um, There were very few things about the revival that I actually enjoyed overall. It was just a disaster. And now it's just, obviously I can still go back and watch the original seven seasons and like, I can kind of just view them as two separate entities. But it's kind of like now it's there. I've seen it, it's and I'm been like tainted. It's kind of been tainted to a certain extent, and now I'm like, oh, that's the vision that the writers had for this show, and it's yeah. just not nice. 
Like, even if you look at, like, um, Curb Your Enthusiasm is back, mm. don't know how I feel. <laughs> like, if y'all, again, just let things kind of, like, go yeah. away. But, like, even going off that, like, imagine if they brought Seinfeld back for another season. That would not be funny. Like, it wouldn't be funny now. Uh, it's, like, it's, no, it's very true. Like, Seinfeld was the type of show where it was very funny for its time, and it's still funny to go back and watch it now. But it's, like, now you have those Twitter accounts that do, like, parody yeah, Seinfeld dialogues. Those are hilarious. Dialogues, like, I and do it's love so those. funny because there was just such a format to it. Yeah. And the way that, like, the joke, and, like, Kramer, and, like, the way that things happened, where it's, like, if you tried to do it now, it just wouldn't have the it same effect work. because it would just seem like a big joke. Yeah. That's, like, it's, it doesn't work for everything. It would just seem like a parody just, of itself, you, you know? You should just let things go out on a high note... Yeah. And just be like, oh, like, oh, I wish they had another season. But, like, if there was another season, it wouldn't be what it is. I, yeah, I think a lot of people, and I, you know, and that was something I wished for Gilmore Girls. I was like, I, you know, I wish there was more of it. And then, like, when you actually get it, you're like, I think mm, most of the time yeah. you're just disappointed because it's really hard to kind of capture the magic of the original series. Yeah. It, things end for a reason. Yeah. And they should just stay done like and then sometimes two things keep going like there's no ending and no coming Mm, back it mm -hmm. just they keep going and you're like okay kill this please big bang theory (laughs) now young sheldon but also um my mad fat diary oh yeah the first was it three seasons or two seasons that were good (laughs) the first like the first seasons. two were definitely really good. And then it just kept going on. I didn't watch the last season because apparently it's, like, super sad. Like, uh, nothing works out for anybody. Oh, and they just kind of all go. Finn. They don't end up together. So that's canceled. Honestly, that is canceled. Um, but, yeah, just let things either go out naturally and yeah. gracefully. Don't bring them back. Mm-mm. Or just, like, when things aren't working, kill it. Nip it in the or bud. Or when you find yourself, like, Big Bang Theory. Oh, Jesus. When you find yourself just working from, like, a pattern each episode where it's, like, Penny walks in. She's hot. She says something. The guys say something. She doesn't get it. She's a girl. Bazinga. <laughs> That's it. That's the end. Oh, Howard says something creepy. Of course. Raj. <laughs> Can't speak to a woman. Uh, Is that his name? Yeah, Raj. He's the Indian one. Yeah. All started with a big bang. <laughs> bang! Bang! Barricades. Uh, Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, that show is just bad from the get-go. Nothing like a bare naked ladies theme song to really get people interested. <laughs> Don't you dare tarnish the day of bare naked ladies. I will. Um, although I know I just spent like five minutes slagging things that are remakes and revivals, but I am actually very excited <laughs> for the Ocean's 8 movie. Oh, oh my god, it looks so good. Um, I love the originals, although like Matt Damon is cancelled, <laughs> I will admit that, but I actually really love the, okay, I shouldn't say the originals, I haven't seen the actual ones, like the Rat Pack, um, but the ones with, um, George Clooney and yeah. crew <laughs> are- Assorted white men. They're, <laughs> honestly, oh, also Casey Affleck's in those. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yikes. It's a good old bunch. God almighty. Um, I will stand by it, though. I genuinely enjoy those movies. Yeah, but I am very jazzed for the all-female reboot of it. It looks so good. I watched the trailer, like, eight separate times today. Like, rewatch. So I mean, like, I love Sandra Bullock with all my heart, my soul, every fiber <laughs> of my being. 
and also like throwing Rihanna and Aquafina in there, like sign and me Mindy up. And Mindy Kaling. And Mindy Kaling. I mean, like it's just it's a oh, great it's cast. So I'm so excited. Um, and I I hope I hope it'll be good. I hope so too. Oh, it yeah. looks good from the trailer. I least. know. I just but those can often be deceiving. I feel so. like I just have such low hopes for movies at this point because there's just so much swill that gets turned out. Yeah, where it's like Tammy. No, <laughs> <laughs> where it's just like minimal effort went into this. Like yeah. the scripts are terrible. So like just the plots are really yeah. like eh, half like asked, and so. Um, I'm being cautiously optimistic about Ocean's 8. Fingers crossed. But it'll be like an early birthday present to myself. Yeah. So. It looks good. I have in my pocket. <laughs> my phone. Um, I just like pulled out like a small dog. <laughs> what was that tweet where it's like, dogs are allowed on the subway? Oh my god. And he pulls a chihuahua out from his pocket. Um, I have a short holiday Christmas question tag. Yes, this is our last episode before Christmas. Also, happy Hanukkah to anyone happy celebrating. Happy holidays. Happy um, Merry Kwanzaa. I, happy Kwanzaa? Happy, I, don't I don't know, know. what the proper like, I don't know. joyous whatever, prefix to that is. Whatever you celebrate, I hope you and yours have a good one. Merry so, everything. That's a good That's a good one. Merry everything. I got cards from chapters the other day and they're like assorted and like one of them says like merry everything or happy everything or that's something. Amazing. So whatever you celebrate, whatever you don't celebrate, enjoy. And enjoy. enjoy it. At least you get a day off work maybe. Yeah. And you get to eat something. You know? <laughs> That's all that matters. That's all we're here for. I love food. So I got these off of Tumblr. Oh my god. Because they're like literally you put any word and question tag oh, and you'll, you'll yes. get questions. Yes. So let's go through these. There's only one, two, three, four, five, six questions. Oh, perfect. Short um, and sweet. <laughs> question one. What's one item on your Christmas wish list this year? Ooh. Um, well, I literally only had one item on my list, and I already know that I'm getting it for Christmas. Um, and it was an away suitcase. Sponsored. Spon- oh, my God. I would love that. Um, away. Hit us up. Uh, yeah, that was the only thing I asked for, and I already know that I got it because it got delivered to our house, and I was there to see it. And my mom's just like, eh, Merry Christmas. And but like, hey. It's sitting under the tree wrapped up, so I'm, like, really excited to open it. Amazing. <laughs> what about um, you? I want a laptop because I need a new laptop. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm. I don't think that's a thing that's going to happen. But I hope that I get something that can go towards, towards a laptop because, like, I need a new one. And yeah, mine's getting up there. It's on its last legs. It is. It had an accident there a couple had, months ago. <laughs> it had an accident where I was very fearful for its life and my own. Um, yeah, it was ripped off of the table by the power cord. Oh, God. And the power cord stayed in there, but it ripped the whole, like... Side of the laptop Yeah, out. right off. And the screen was just, like, going... And I was watching Bob's Burgers, and it was frozen on the screen, and I couldn't do anything. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, no. What's happening? So, yeah, I would, like... Perhaps some funds towards a laptop. I hope you get funds. That would be awesome. I support your endeavor. Thank you so much. Okay, next question. Favorite Christmas song? 
Oh, no question. All I want for Christmas, in brackets, is you, by <laughs> Mariah Carey, the queen of Christmas and right. the queen of my heart. <laughs> I love that. Oh, I, I just want to quickly interject here because I was thinking of this earlier today. A couple years ago, Zoe and I oh my God, yes. were at a Christmas party, and I'm not going to go into specifics here, but at one point, that song that I just mentioned came on the Christmas playlist that was playing at the party. If you can call it that. If you can call it a party, I would use that term loosely. It was a nightmare. Um, I digress. All I Want for Christmas is You comes on, and one of the men at the party, um, no, somebody turned it off, yeah. first of all. And, and I'm like, like a, they turned it off, and I'm like, in this economy, you're turning, okay, <laughs> sure. They turn Turning it, off Mariah. They turn it off, and I go, I like audibly gasped or something and like yeah. made a comment, and then... I was, like, heckled for liking yeah. Mariah Carey. She was called out. Like, I was literally called out, and I was like... That's a classic Christmas song. It is arguably the greatest Christmas song yeah. ever written, um, and you have the audacity to criticize me, you piece of trash. <laughs> trash tree. Honestly, that Added. individual belongs on the trash they train. Do. For that reason and, and many, many others. others. Many, we were very angry that many, I felt my jowls shake. Anyway. What's your favorite Christmas song? My favorite song? Christmas song. Um, Santa Baby, but the Eartha Kit, Eartha Kit version. version. Yeah. Or It Feels Like Christmas from A Muppet's Christmas Carol. I'm surprised that wasn't your first yeah. choice. I thought for sure you were going to say something from The Muppet's Christmas. Least favorite Christmas song. Do you have? I um, I can't think of one like specifically, but just all those like random like you know like weird singers that you've never heard of covering <laughs> songs that you uh, do like, yeah. And it's not like the same beat, and you're like trying to get into, and you're like, no, what are you doing? Oh. There's like a weird run in the middle. Yeah, they always like, have to like put their own happening. spin on it. Yeah, I don't like those ones. I oh god, I don't think I have. A least like no. I just I love Christmas music. It makes me happy. I can't remember if it's my dad or my mom who really dislikes it's a marshmallow world in the winter. That was actually the only one I was thinking of it's that I kind of marshmallow world in the winter. I was almost gonna say that as my least favorite, but I actually don't even dislike it. It's just kind of like <laughs> you were a just weird like trying one. to get there. It's like the only one that I could kind of think of where I was like, oh maybe I could convince <laughs> myself that it's not great, but it's jazzy and fun. It It is. <laughs> Do you decorate the tree? What's your favorite ornament? Ooh. Zoe? Um, okay. It depends. I have my Jeff Goldblum tree, so that entire tree is my favorite ornament. Vibe. Your eyes were like, yes, she does have a Jeff Goldblum tree. I just, I, I really, have to deal I with her see, every day. I wish I could see everyone's reactions hearing that part. Just okay. hearing you go, well, I have my Jeff Goldblum tree. <laughs> so my tree, my Jeff Goldblum tree is just like a skinny, tall, it's all white. It's a fake Not tree. Not unlike Jeff Goldblum. Skinny, tall, tall all, all white. white. Oh my God. A theme. <laughs> Committed. <laughs> And um, he's the topper of the tree, and he's and in, in life, and in life, and I don't know his preferences. <laughs> uh, and it's from when he's injured in Jurassic Park and is laying oh, on the table, and, like, oiled up, real mm. nice. So yes. that's the topper. <laughs> and then 
I've created glittered dinosaur ornaments. It's to a just very the like tree. Jurassic Park themed tree. Yeah, and it's wonderful. So that's my favorite. But like on my actual <laughs> like family tree, I have um. <laughs> A little, my sister got it for me. There's, like, two, like, ceramic mice. I think I sent you one yesterday as a Snapchat, probably. But they have little Santa hats on, and they're very cute. And I like those. That's nice. How about you? Um, Yes, I do decorate the tree. I think that was the first part of the question. Yes, I didn't answer that, but Well, I mean, like, you kind of answered it, like, within your answer. Um, And I don't know if I can pick a favorite ornament, because basically every year... I get a new ornament. It's like a tradition that I've had since I was a baby. Every year at Christmas, I get a new ornament. Um, And then, I don't know, just like all the ornaments that my mom and I have on our tree, like, there's like a story behind all of them. Or like, there's like like a sentimental, like, meaning, sentimental (laughs) meaning behind all of them. I guess that makes sense. Um, So I think it'd be really hard for me to pick a favorite. I like all of our ornaments. Like, we just have like a really eclectic tree and I really like like that. that. I like when people have like, Ones that have, like, a cohesive theme. I yeah. think they look so pretty. Like, I like yours. Like, the woodland yeah, creatures and stuff. Yeah, those are all, like, little animals. It looks so nice. Or, like, when people have, like, the really, like, fancy, like, designer I trees. I like when people have, like, a color theme. And they're, yeah. like, all... I'm, like, I couldn't... Like, I kind of, like, our you tree... You guys have, like, a color we theme. We have, like, blues and silvers and yeah. stuff like that. But, like, when it's so, like, everything matches yeah. entirely, I'm, like, wow, that's commitment. I was, like, my mom went over to one of her friends' houses... Friends? Houses? <laughs> condos? For, like, a Christmas get-together yeah. a couple weeks ago. And I guess her friend, like, her tree's all done up. And it's, like, red, gold, and, like, crystal ornaments. Wow. Like, it sounded gorgeous. So, it's, like, I love when people do that. But, like, our tree's just always so fun. And, I like, like ones like that. Eclectic. So they're cute. I saw when I was in um, Buffalo a little while ago, there was a um, ornament that I saw that I wanted to get for you because I was like, why is this Logan? <laughs> but the only one, it was like chipped and it was oh, the no. only one there. And I was like, why? It was a flamingo. But the flamingo had like sunglasses on and for some reason hot sauce. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. is this Logan? I feel like I really do need a flamingo ornament you do. for the tree. It's kind of like shocking that I don't have I one I would have purchased it had it not been shipped, Oh my god, but... that's so funny. Um, favorite Christmas movie? Um, Love Actually. Yeah. Love It's Christmas Carol. I knew you were going to say that. It's so good. I watch it every year on Christmas <laughs> Eve because after all, there's only one more sleep till Christmas. That's true. Another one of my favorites, more for like sentimental reasons... But it's the How the Grinch Stole Christmas, mm. not the Jim Carrey trash version that I've never seen because I refuse to. <laughs> You've never to. seen it? No, it's trash. Uh. It's blasphemy. I will not watch it. <laughs> but it's like the animated version that's narrated by Boris Karloff from like the 60s. Yeah. Um, It's delightful. My mom and I for the longest time, so like it was just, we had it recorded on like a VHS from like one of the years yeah. it was aired on TV back in the 90s. And so we had like all like the commercials in between <laughs> and there's like one with like Liv Tyler when she was Amazing. like a teenager. It's so funny. But we recently, like a couple years ago, got it on actual DVD. So you've come up in the world. We really have, but we watch it every year. Same thing, like around Christmas time. So. Another favorite is uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I actually don't know if I've seen that like in, in its entirety, full, no. but so funny. I feel like I haven't seen a lot of like the slightly older traditional yeah. like classic Christmas movies like White Christmas and A Christmas Story. Yeah. National Lampoon. Like, I'm just, <laughs> I missed out on those. Get in on it. Least favorite Christmas movie is the last question. 
Oh, um, do you have one right off the bat? It's again with like the music situation where it's like, I can't pinpoint one that I'm like, no, I don't like that. Mm -hmm. But like all those weird, like lifetime Like made for TV, like Hallmark movies. Where like Santa Baby with Jenny McCarthy, the Um, anti-vaxxer. Like all those ones where I'm like, what is this? But I can't think of one that I just, like, act, like, really don't like. Yeah. I don't think I've, like, really watched a Christmas movie that I don't no. like. I Again, I like a lot of Christmas movies. Yeah. You don't like Elf, though. Oh, that's true. Controversial opinion. I don't, I don't understand it, but I still support you. I just, I find, like, Will Ferrell is just so touchy with me. <laughs> Like, there are very few movies that I can handle him in. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> not Step Brothers. Not Step Brothers and not Elf. I like, I like Talladega Nights, though, which might surprise people <laughs> considering I can't stand the other ones. But, um, yeah, I've, just, I've never been a fan of Elf, but I know people are, like, fanatical about it. I think it's a really, like, delightful mm-hmm. Christmas movie. I wouldn't ever be like, what?! You don't like it and like explode on you, which <laughs> happens all the time when you say that you don't like elf. People are like, What? I yeah, it's um, a very like cherished movie. But like but... it's cute. I watch it when it's Christmas time. I yeah. think it's cute. I think it's funny. And I like it. But it's not like I wouldn't be like, It's the only Christmas movie that's ever mattered. <laughs> But yeah, mm-hmm. that's our little Christmas tank. Oh, that was fun. I liked that. I wish there was more questions, I know. but they were they were all kind of like, what? What's the best gift? I was just gonna ask you that. Yeah. The best gift I've ever gotten for Christmas. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Like, I know. I've, I'm like, what I've gotten for Christmas before. Um, ooh, yikes. I don't remember if I got it for Christmas. Like, I think I got it mm-hmm. for Christmas, but um, my grandma used to always, like, um, <laughs> enter those contests on, like, cereal boxes. Yeah. Like, remember all of those, whether it's, like, drawing ones or, like, you send in, like, a raffle thing? Yeah. So she would always do those. And one year, she won a really big, like, a life-size um, stuffed animal of Sully from Monsters, oh Inc. Oh, my God. And I was the youngest grandchild at this point in time, so I got oh. it. And I was like, <gasps> so for the longest time, my childhood, I just had a giant Sully in my Oh, my, my God, that's amazing. So I think it was Christmas, but it might have not been. Yeah. But that's a good one. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I can't really... I feel like I usually, like, growing up, I would get, like, my big presents for my birthday. Mm. So I'm trying to think of, like, a really exciting one I got for Christmas. Um, um, Yeah, I don't know. I can't think of anything. Um, I feel like as I've gotten older, like, my requests just get more and more boring. Yeah. Like, last year, (laughs) all I asked for was the Chrissy Teigen cookbook, a pair of slippers, (laughs) And a phone charger, I think. Like, it was just, like, the most yeah. mundane list. Last, was it my birthday last year? Was or really Christmas last year? I asked for um, headphones, because mine had broken, and coat hangers, because I was running out of them. Yeah. That was my birthday list. I say this all the time, because, like, my parents will give me a hard time, like, when they ask me, like, what I yeah. want for my birthday or for Christmas. And it's, like, just, like, since I've started working full-time, it's, like, if I want something, I will just buy it for yeah. myself. Like, when I was younger, it was, like, I had to wait until, yeah, like, like Please, Christmas or my birthday, and then I could, like, ask for it yeah. and, like, hope that I got it. But now it's just, like, 
I just treat myself to things. Then, like, when it comes time to, like, holidays, I'm just like, well, what's, like, the most mundane thing I can ask for that I don't want to spend my own money on? (laughs) Coat hangers. There you go. Um, what's another one that we could ask? Um, We were talking about food. Ooh. Favorite Christmas food. (laughs) Dessert cookies? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) All of the above. Uh, you go first. Um, I'm having Food-wise, like, whenever it's, like, a Christmas dinner, the only thing that I'm there for is stuffing. Mm, like, hell yeah. it all to me. Cranberry yeah. sauce also. Oh, really? You're a cran binge. Oh, I, <laughs> I am the one and only cran binge. Um, cran binge <laughs> Sure. Yeah, we'll go with it. Um, so that. Dessert-wise, those, like, crinkle, like, uh, zebra cookies. Ooh, yes. You know, with a kiss in it. Yeah, those are good. Um, Food-wise. So, I don't really get all that jazzed about, like, typical holiday food, because I don't like turkey. I'm really just there for the sides. Yeah. Um, But also, um, because I'm half Polish, for those of you who didn't know, um, (laughs) I don't know. You're saying it like that's something you bring up all the time, (laughs) and like, oh god, let me go into how I'm Polish again. No, um, I'm half Polish, and so my in case you my mom and I and my mom's family, when they still my aunt still lived in Canada, um, we celebrate Vigilia, which is on Christmas Eve, and so there's always like tasty food then, mm-hmm. and it's usually like you don't eat meat on Vigilia, yeah. um, so there's usually like um, seafoody type things. My mom and I are like planning our menu for this year, and I'm yes. very excited. That actually reminds me, I need to look recipes up <laughs> but um we always have mushroom soup on vigilia and it's just like a tradition and my jam i hated it when i was a kid because i didn't like mushrooms but like i've really grown now to love it you've grown to love that. um but yeah other than that like i'm here for like stuffing and mashed potatoes yeah. on christmas always desserts um i would also have to say crinkle cookies i make them but i don't put the kisses on mine yeah. oh that's a very nice addition but i've gotten into making those last several mm, years on christmas so good or for Christmas, rather. I didn't, this year, just everything went to shit. It's been a disaster of a month, <laughs> and I just didn't get around to making them. But, um, yeah, I like those a lot. I also like the jammy cookies that oh, your mom and yes. sister make, the little snowflake ones. Yeah. Those are, I could eat a million of those. It's, like, kind of like puff pastry and shortbread in one, and then it's, like, filled with jam, and it's delightful. They're divine. Oh, I think they're also Polish cookies. Yes, yeah, they are. If you didn't know... <laughs> Um, I hate to bring it up again. Um, I don't know. It's, like, weird, like, mentioning facts about myself, because, like, obviously you know them, but then I'm just, like, people listening might not know, but then I feel weird addressing it. That's, like, whenever I have to tell you a story that I've told you 87 times before that I just want other people to listen to. usually not 87. I, can't make eye contact with you. I'm, like, looking away, and I'm, like... Well, the thing is that, um, and you're like, I mm-hmm. feel like I've, okay, normally I don't make eye contact with you with blah, 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 blah. Scooby da blah. I was trying to say is, I normally don't look at you when we're recording, yeah. and I think I just don't like making eye contact yeah. with people at the best of times, but I feel like I've been very good this episode. Yeah. I've been like, because usually when I'm telling you a story, you're like, what your phone It's because I'm trying like, to figure out, like, the next thing I want to talk say, about. Oh, we're making I am listening. lots of contact today. Look at me. Look at me. I'm the captain now. Prolonged eye contact. Prolonged eye contact. <laughs> Prolonged eye contact. Anything else to add to this episode? 
I don't know. I think that might be it. All right. Well, uh, you can follow us on things. Yes. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram is all at HonestlyPod or slash HonestlyPod. Mm-hmm. Spotify also is HonestlyPod if you can find us because Spotify is a nightmare to find people's playlists. <laughs> it's a hellscape. <laughs> we have a Christmas playlist on there now. That I will go contribute <laughs> to at some point. <laughs> if you want to go listen to that, it's there. We'll tweet a link to it. Mm-hmm. Um, you can email us at thehonestlypodcast at gmail.com. Um, and you can also visit our website at www.thehonestlypodcast.wixsite.com slash home. And the 12... Oh, whoa, don't forget the slash home. <laughs> I like the I first my- time. <laughs> I was not on the ball because oh I was God. like ready to say the next I thing. I know, I'm so oh. sorry. I put you on the spot. <laughs> I feel like I've let the team down. It's okay. I don't know if I could do this anymore. Um, <laughs> what I was going to say... Was that the 12 days of Podmas are still happening. So if you want to follow along, you can look up the hashtag and find all the podcasts that we have featured so far. Yes, it's a delightful way to discover new podcasts. I don't know. I don't know. I thought maybe you were going to add something and then like I realized that you weren't, but that I didn't know what I was going to say. So I was like. Silence is golden. We started off real strong. No, we And now did. we're just fizzling out um, slowly. Happy holidays, everyone. <laughs> I hope you one. and your friends and your family have a wonderful, wonderful time with whatever you end up doing. Yes. That's it. That's all. Bye! Bye. <laughs>